1: As much as he touts that he
0: cares about it, he doesn't.
2: This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Wednesday, the fourth day of May, the year of our Lord, 2022. I am Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, it is good to see you. How are you today?
0: Healthy and alive. Uh, Doing well. Just kind of catching up on news and stuff. Uh, Soaking it all in, after, huh? Yeah. I mean, there's not really anything going on except the uh, uh, abor- abortion uh, Roe v. Wade thing. Other than that, like, because I pulled up the news and I was kind of like, all right, what, what's going on? What, what do we got today? And like... The, the the first like twenty or so articles that I, I find that's that's all it is is Roe v. Well, Wade, Roe v. Wade. I mean that's they need what they are talking about.
2: Yeah, they need something because they have nothing to run on whatsoever in the midterms at the state level. So why not overturn it at the federal level, kick it back to the states? and make it an issue saying, oh, look, uh, they're denying women's right to health care. They're shutting down democracy or whatever. It's a very interesting way to couch that. Well, that's what they'll do because, I mean... if you think about it, everything that they've done up to this point, well, if you don't like this, then you're against our democracy. If you don't go with this agenda, then you're against our democracy. If you don't go with Ukraine, you're against democracy. If you don't go with the the jabs, you're against democracy. If you don't go with the green agenda, you're against democracy. It's the same thing. This will be the same thing.
0: Yeah, but it's it's an interesting way to couch uh, murdering someone as healthcare. It's uh, quite interesting.
2: Well, if you remember Bill Gates, when he gave the TED Talk, not the latest one, uh, we're going to be going over that this week because there's not really a time limit on that, but we're going to be going over that this week. But if you remember what he said at the TED Talk a few years ago, pre-COVID, he said, well, if we do a really great job with this, with new vaccines, health care, uh, reproductive health, these things, then we can lower that number by 10, 15 percent. Well, what's reproductive health? What's what's health care? What's what do they claim is women's health care? As a matter of fact, uh, I've got the Elizabeth Warren uh, well, Whatever she is. Um She's a senator, yeah. I've got her out in front of the Supreme Court today. The audio's kind of bad, but uh we'll see what we can do with it here.
1: percent ...people across this country. Across this country, red states and blue states. Old people and young people... Versus wage we don't want to the dismember so children in the world, Thank womb, you, ma'am. Senator. Thank we are, you, no, Senator. No, we're not going Shut to stand for dismembering 3,000 children in the world every single day. And anybody, I don't know what type of leader you are, the fact that you, view, as a leader, would, just, would stand for the dismemberment and subjugation you, of minority groups Thank you for right, your right, support. Right, right. We love thank, you. Thank, thank you, you, Senator. We love
2: you. We love you. They whisk her away, and she gets in the car, and she's she's gone. You see, it's not just this is not a, a women all across the country. This is a blue state, a red state thing where where people of all ages, they deserve health care. You see, I honestly,
0: I, I'm I'm just I'm, I'm I'm taking it all in kind of dramatic pause
2: there. Well, here, how about this one? If that one's got you flabbergasted, then let's that's an interesting word, isn't it? If that one's got you flabbergasted, yes. let's look at this one. London Mayor, you know, London, England. Yeah. London Mayor Sadiq Khan tweeted the following today. He says, London stands with women across the United States today. Roe versus Wade enshrined women's fundamental rights over their own bodies and access to health care that cannot and must not be undone.
0: I, uh, it's just after these last two years, you have no right of autonomy over your body, um, as we have found, except for when you want to murder someone, in which case... You have autonomy over your body. You know, instead of I don't know, wearing a condom. I, I'm just I'm I'm baffled. How did we get here as a country? As as a country that has enshrined in our documents life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life. You know, there's a prominent conservative that is a uh, homosexual that is uh, doing the whole surrogate parent thing. You know, having a, a, a basically they're they're having a child, if you will. Through someone else, oh, and they See, said, yeah. Um, "Yeah, he said uh, when, when the uh, after the insemination, within a day. So this is this is the next day. They know what the gender of the child is. What? Yeah, that early. They know they can they can tell what the gender of the child is next day, like that quick. How do we know that that's going to be a human being? I, I mean, clearly, we you know murdering another human being, you know, killing another human being is considered murder. So." How do we know? The, the only conclusion that you can come to that, that abortion is not murder is that the child in the womb is not actually a child. We don't know what it is. It might be something completely different. It might be broccoli. I mean, that's the only thing you can
2: conclude. Bro- broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, but that's how, I, 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 to, that, that's how they look I, I, at. i trying to. That's how they look yeah. at these these crazy wackos. And then, and before you before you start to go down this road, oh, was he pro choice or whatever? No, I'm I'm not for abortion. Period. Into story, that's just the way that it is. The only time that I would make an exception. Is if both the mother and the child are in danger and the child's not going to make it and rather than cause that child unnecessary suffering through the birthing process and it's going to kill the mother and the child in the end result if it's not terminated, then I will make the exception. But those are Extremely rare exceptions. I mean, we're talking like it's not even 1%. That is the it's, only time I would make the exception.
0: It's even rarer than that because the tests that they use to find. Okay, as an example, one of the arguments I've heard is that um, that they'll allow abortion. They're okay with abortion if the child's going to have some kind of defect that is going to um, basically uh, not allow them to function, more or less some type of the problem is yeah yeah the the problem is um the tests that we have to determine that are so inaccurate that more times than not you're going to be uh killing a viable human being that that's the problem with it see i i'm 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 the same way, like the the same concept when it comes to adults, you know, with consistency' sake, for example, if uh, you're charged with murder, okay, but it can't be fully proven then I would rather that person go, whether they're guilty or innocent, whether they truly are, I would rather that person go innocent, you know, walk, and not be executed. Because you're you're talking about a human being's life. Even if they're not executed, that's that's something that they should be in prison for the rest of their life for. Murder is something that is, I mean, life sentence, and, and at very least, uh, if it can be proven. So when it comes to life here, these are innocent kids. They have done nothing wrong. There is no reason... Even even in the case, see, originally I had the argument that, OK, if it was like rape or something like that, OK, uh, you know, my, my original stance was uh, I can't be the one to tell the mother you have to bear the child when she was the one that, you know, was raped, especially if it was like a really brutal rape. Mm-hmm. But then h- here's the problem. You're punishing the child for something that doesn't involve them. You're, you're punishing the child for the sins of the father. I, I have difficulty accepting that. So that now I'm I'm stuck in this like even in that case I can't argue uh, abortion is okay I'm I'm becoming the more this is pushed and the more radical the left gets on this one the harder I'm doubling down and the 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 areas I was willing to concede I'm not willing to concede anymore the more this gets pushed I'm just like you know what I'm I'm going even further hardcore right and saying maybe we should look at uh, imprisoning the the mother and the doctor that uh, that commits the abortion I'm I'm kind of like. No, I'm, I'm this is not OK.
2: You know, this has been a thing ever since when started with the hippie movement, didn't it? Actually, it's it started before that. I mean, if you want to go all the way back to the uh, the, the women's en- emancipation movement that was funded by the Rockefeller Foundation in the 20s, if you want to go back to that, the whole Margaret Sanger founding and Planned Parenthood. OK, fine. But it wasn't mainlined. It wasn't mainstreamed until. The late 1960s, early 1970s. It wasn't mainstream until then. Before we get too deep into this, the leak on this originally that was that was uh, supposedly from Sotomayor's office. One of her clerks. Is that correct? That's that's the rumor that's
0: going around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One of, one of, which all right. I mean, if you're going to pick a justice, uh, that's the
2: one you would. That's pick. the one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one you want to hang out to dry. That one. Uh, but it, it, she's been a disaster ever since Obama put her on a court. But this has been a thing ever since. The hippie movement. Now, do you remember that's that kinda that timeline that correlates with exactly the time that everything started to change in America, didn't it? We're at a precipice now where the problem is, is that our generation, as in like the millennials, the 25 to 44s, we're about to take over. These old sad relics that have been in there since the 60s, their time we should is have over. already took over. We should have already taken over, but we've been restricted yeah. in doing that. But yeah. it's time for us to take over. And here's the problem. Our generation, at least those of us that are awake and thinking on our feet, which to be fair, I'm of the opinion that though we have a lot of people in our generation that are asleep, we're still more awake than our parents' generation in that regard. And we are threatening. We are. We are threatening, at least those of us that are awake and those of us that are ready to step up, we're threatening to undo everything that their generation has done. That's the problem. Bruce and I were having this discussion last night. And now see, abortion is just part of this. It is just a part of this. That is another cog in this wheel, if you will. That That is just forget this. This is not the be all end all. This is part of it. This is going to have to be undone, too. This will be another hill we're going to have to die on, just like the vaccination of children. It's going to have to be that, just like Robert F. Kennedy said this will be another hill we're going to have to die on. We're going to have to stand our ground on this one. In that context, in the larger agenda of things, there's many facets to this. This is another one of those battles, kind of like Twitter. They lost the Twitter war. They're moving right on to abortion now. Yeah, they lost the covid narrative. They went to Russia, Ukraine. They lost the Russia, Ukraine narrative. They flipped to Twitter. They lost the Twitter narrative. Now they're flipping to abortion. They're losing this one. They'll flip to something else. Don't know what that is yet. In the meantime, they're destroying the supply chain and unraveling everything there while telling you to accept the green agenda, which means take less, but they're going to charge you more for it. It's a constant keeping you off balance. Right. Bruce and I were having this conversation last night about the inflation that's now happening. Again, that's another piece to this puzzle. The inflation that's now happening that we can see. Chuck Schumer was out. Senator Schumer was out earlier last week, and he said that, well, the best way to avoid inflation is to raise taxes. Um No, that's not the best way to avoid inflation by raising taxes. No, you want to cut the taxes. You want to drop it to zero. You want to put more money back in the pockets of people, of working people, so they can have more and they can spend more and that will stimulate the economy. Second, stop spending money. Stop printing money. How about we go there? How about we do that? How about you take some accountability for the reckless policies that you in your generation, which is the generation we're talking about, have had since the late 1970s? How about we go there? But see, they're not doing that. And this is the argument that I made. Bruce said to me, he says, well, you know, if they would just get the hell out of the way, I agree. If they would get the hell out of the way and let the market take over. But what happens if they get the hell out of the way, which is where they should go? What happens if they get out of the way and the market does take over? There will be no green revolution. There will be no woke agenda. There will be no uh, whatever the hell. Uh, there will be no Roe versus Wade. There there will be none of this stuff. You won't have the electric cars. You won't have the digital IDs. You won't have the social media. You won't have the tech revolution as they see it. You'll have it. We're going to go through it regardless. You, yes. You'll have bits and pieces of it, I think. Yes, I, I think, but you'll it will
0: like the green revolution and those kind of things. But it's not going to be. But it'll the be same- in a positive.
2: It'll be in a positive light that right. actually works. Right. Like the, right. the way that they're pushing everything, like these windmills. Wind energy works. It does work. Not in the way that they promote it, though. The windmills that they come up with, you know, those those three fin things that they stick out there. Do you know how wasteful that is? It doesn't capture even even like, uh, I think, what, less than less than 2% of all the wind that comes through it It doesn't even capture that. These people are buffoons. None of that actually works. I'm not a scientist, but I know that when you've got three fins out there rolling around, you know, the length of, you know, half a football field or whatever, you're missing a little bit of wind in there. Just a little bit.
0: Yeah, Uh, just uh, real quick on that one, Um, a, a vertical windmill. You know, if, if anybody's lived on a ranch, seen a ranch, or, you know, you, you, you see those um, the little spinny bits in a pond, especially around wintertime, uh, yeah, a vertical windmill similar to that is far more efficient than the, the three finned ginormous things that we see mm-hmm. now.
2: Or the turbine generators, the, the same thing. You used to see those all the time, the ones with the, uh, the fins that are flat, that are in a circular pattern that collects every bit of wind that passes through it. Mm-hmm. All of it. Not this other garbage that they throw out there. So that doesn't work. The solar panels, we're at the end of what solar panels can do. They will not tell you that. The other thing about solar panels, they cannot be recycled. You cannot recycle them. Yeah, That is a one-off. We,
0: we kind of need uh, we need to advance materials before we can make better solar panels.
2: Yes. And there is nothing in their workings, if you will, whatsoever about the advancement of new materials for that. We know what the advancement should be. Again, we're not scientists, but we know where the future lies. They know where it lies too, but the problem is is they don't control it if it's introduced. That's what they call a disruptive technology. So everything's going to work in unison with all of this, right? And this is exactly, as I said, what our generation is threatening to undo. There will be no digital IDs. Again, do you understand what's happening on the continent of Europe, right now, you hear these pundits on CNN, like that moron we were talking about yesterday. that was on CNN. Says, "Oh, we need to look at the uh, the other Western countries. We need to look at Europe as to what they're doing to to uh, to deal with online free speech and and this and that, or the curtailing of." What's happening? What's happening right now? Let's take a look at Italy, shall we? That's a start of what they're wanting to do. Uh, but you remember. You remember, we're just a we're a bunch of crazy tinfoil hat wearing lunatics. We were talking about this how long ago? When did we start talking about this? Over three years ago. Introducing what's coming to you starting in Italy. You want digital IDs with these sick freaks in charge? This is where it's going to go.
1: In September, the Italian city of Bologna is piloting a social credit system, the first of its kind in Europe. The municipal government is introducing a smart citizen wallet, rewarding digital points for citizens who demonstrate virtuous behavior. Disturbingly, actions related to one's carbon footprint are central to what's considered rewardable virtuous behavior. Because use is still voluntary, this social credit system isn't yet as all-encompassing as the one that exists in China. Rather than penalizing citizens for not behaving virtuously, as defined by the government, citizens will only be rewarded. The government hopes that this distinction, treating the social credit score more like a reward card, will increase the adoption among Italian citizens. While usage remains voluntary, it is definitely a slippery slope. Overall, the success, failure and rate of acceptance of Polonia's soft social credit system could have profound consequences for the rest of Italy, and maybe look back on as the moment Europe began crossing the Rubicon. Our power is our resistance.
2: I'm sorry, but did, did did we have a crystal ball when we were talking about that all those years ago? No, we were reading what they were doing. We were watching what they were doing in China. Do you remember in China, those that were paying attention, do you remember how it started in China? Just like that. Oh, it's a reward system. It's just a reward system. If you do these things, then you're going to get extra things in your life. It's It's going to be great. Then, after they had everyone in it, then they introduced the punishment system. You have a system of rewards and punishment in there. That's how this works. People are still not receptive to this, by and large. A lot of people are, right? A good portion of the Germans are are, are receptive to it. I mean, case in point, we're still seeing the uh, the protests that are out there. And they're specifically saying, we don't want your digital IDs because they know what this is going to lead to. You thought segregation under COVID was bad? Wait until this. Is that what you want? As, as somebody that that is, you're on board with half of this agenda, let's say, or even a quarter of it. Remember what we talked about yesterday. You're either all in or you're out. So you can't be a quarter of the way in. You can't be a third of the way in. You've got to be all in or you're all out. It's the same thing. And the agenda changes with the social credit system. It changes. It's a constant moving of the goalposts. Look what they've done with COVID. Look what they've done with everything with this. Now they'll throw abortion into the mix, just like they're doing now. That'll be part of your social credit, too. Oh, you're not for abortion? You're not for, uh, for, for murdering of, uh, of innocent children in the womb? Well, I'm sorry. Your car's not going to start until you, until you behave. You're not going to be able to buy food until you behave. Oh, your, your bank account. Oh, that. Um, yeah, we've, we've gone ahead and removed all those credits, so there's, there's nothing you can do. That's where it is. That's what the future is if we don't stop this. Our power is exactly in a resistance. You must say no. I remember in the beginning, I said, do you know what? All you have to do is say no. It's as easy as that. No means no. It's that simple ignore these people. You want this to go away. You want normality in your life. Then you ignore these people. It's that simple because they're not going to stop. They will not stop until you take the system that they're forcing you to take. That's what it becomes. If they don't get you this way, they'll get you another way. They couldn't get you with the COVID passport. They tried that. They got a lot of people, but not enough. They tried the coercion, they tried threatening your livelihood, and they got a lot of people that way. They tried to cut off your social interactions and things like that, and that's caused uh, unforeseeable social damage for generations to come. The fallout of that, we're not going to know for quite some time now, if we can even figure that one out in our lifetimes. But now, now it's going to be something else. Now they'll try the rationing system. They're breaking the supply chains behind the scenes because of this failure of this this Russia-Ukraine thing. So that has disrupted the supply lines. Now they'll say, oh, look, we've got rationing. We're going to have to do the digital IDs to control the rationing thing. Then they'll introduce a social credit system to foster the political agenda of the day. That's what it'll be. So you follow this, you get rewarded. You don't, you pay the price. And it's not our fault. It's yours because you won't do what you're told.
0: This is uh, the current um, social credit system. Uh, in in the West as a whole. Um, The rest of the Western world has a similar credit system, except uh, it's not a centralized uh, system yet. Um, This is the first one that we know of in the West that is centralized. Um, All the other ones that you see are your, you know, uh, it used to be like, uh, for example, uh, I, I remember this when a few stores had it. Uh, I think it's still a thing, but uh, none of the stores I go to has it anymore. But you, you would have your rewards card. It's a form of social credit. It's a form of you know we we've talked about it for before. We've broke it down before when we uh, talk specifically about it. Things like uh, insurance. Uh, the uh, I forget what the plan is called for. Like uh, I've seen commercials on it, but you'll you'll have like the little black box or whatever it is in your car that tracks you know uh whether you speed or you know those kind of th- if you if you're a good driver you haven't been in accidents you know those kind of things it reduces your insurance prices for your car insurance um it, it's similar to social credit it's just it, it's fractured it, it it's broken up multiple companies have their own type it's not centralized so um uh, un- unfortunately i i don't see how we're going to get past having social credit this is going to be something that comes to the West. It's it's almost like it's almost like the singularity. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of who's in control of it when it's implemented. What is it going to turn into? That's the problem. We might be able to fight it off for a time. The problem is is the generation coming up behind us as let let's say millennials get power. Okay. And we'll just say millennials are ruling the world that that only is going to last for a time. There's going to there's it's still going to happen uh you know the next generation is far more um internet inter- um technologically interconnected uh, like they, they they require technology it's like weaved into everything they do so i i don't know i i, I have difficulty uh, and barring some kind of big event that happens like a, a solar flare hits us and we go back into the stone age or nuclear war barring those kind of things I I don't see the social credit system being staved off for much longer.
2: Okay. So with that being said, and this kind of goes without saying, do you think the government has a right to monitor your activity without your knowledge? As in, do you think that, I mean, obviously I know your answer is going to be no, but that's what it's going to be based on too. It's going to be your location tracking in real time. They have to know where you are, what you're doing at all times, who you're with and who you're associated with, who you're around and everything like that. I mean, that's part of it. That's, that's part of it because your score is going to be based on that. Everything that you do is, is going to be that. So is it okay does, it, does the system become okay when people opt into it, is my question. Does it become okay when people opt into it? And then if you don't opt into it, it you, you have to take these one at a time, I guess. But if they don't opt into it, because, I mean, obviously a lot of people are not going to, because it's not going to be a uniform thing. But the people that don't, we know how the government behaves. They're just going to do it anyway. So it's a forced agenda. But at the same time, you've got a portion of the population that's already accepting of it because they just want normality. They want convenience and and everything else that they've been fed. So th- they want that. They want the little, you know, do as you're told because you're a good little peasant and you get X, Y, and Z. You get more credits. You get a higher score. You get a better place to live. You get a nicer car. You get to go places. Uh, you get to eat meat like two times a year, you know, <laughs> instead of one, that kind of stuff. So is it okay? Like, is it acceptable if a population ops into it and accepts it and they accept the segregation of society because that's what it is. Is it okay because that's inclusive, you see. So is it okay if if they accept it and we go down that road and then I guess we'll address the uh, the other the other question the latter part of the question I had. So
0: if you're if
2: you're going by United States standards, if you go
0: by the constitution and stick to our current laws that are in place now, no. The government cannot do a social credit system. You cannot track there's, there's an annoying little bit in the constitution there that says, uh, the government has to have a warrant to get your personal documents. So, and I, I'm obviously being facetious saying that's annoying because, um, if you stick with the spirit of that, um, section, if you stick with the spirit of it, then the government cannot, uh, take any cell phone data, location data. They can't take anything. Uh, data-wise or files or any of that from you, your phone, your computer, any of that without a warrant. Um, That's the spirit of it. Now, if you stick with that and then you have a social credit system, obviously you can't do that. But there, there's, there's a caveat to this. The government is not going to institute this social credit system. It's going to be corporations. It's going to be companies. So the government's going to be like, Hey, we'll, we'll give you like a tax credit or something. If you go and and you do this, we'll, 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 give you some kind of benefit, uh, but we're not going to force you to do it. It's not going to be run by us. We're not going to have anything to do with it, but at the same time, they're going to have a ministry of truth or, uh, you know, they're going to have these different departments that are going to strong arm and put pressure onto these corporations that are creating the social credit system. So they're not directly controlling it, uh, but they're directly controlling it, you know, so it, 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 they're, they're, they're skirting the laws and it depends on whether or not the American people, uh, here in the U S anyway, uh, will stand up to this and resist it. Um, you don't have those same kind of protections in other countries that said the EU also has a lot of privacy laws. So I I'm not really sure how, uh, where that's going to go and how it's going to go when it comes to like, a population and opting into it. At that point, I don't know how you stop it. If, if you willfully opt into it and say, yeah, I want to take this and I want to do it. I, I, I don't know how you stop it. And, and if somebody wants to do it and wants to be tracked, then... Well,
2: it's like the jabs, isn't it? It's just like that. Yeah. People opted yeah. into it and they they took the uh the, the you know the covid passport to get into places. They opted into it. They opted to be selfish. And what's fascinating about that is they opted in to be selfish. Again, I understand why some people did it. As in the people that I talked to that took it voluntarily, they did it because of their own personal health choices. They did not agree to the segregation of society, they didn't agree to that. At least the ones that I talked to, they didn't agree to that. They didn't agree to go out and and be segregated from their own families if their own family member decided they couldn't take it or didn't want to. They didn't agree that they couldn't attend the same venues. They didn't agree that they couldn't go to a restaurant. They didn't agree that they couldn't take the same uh, I don't know uh, transport to go on vacation together. That kind of stuff. That's not what they agreed to. Nobody agreed to that. Just like you didn't agree to the selling of your data. Nobody agreed to that. You agreed to take part in a cute, fun little social network so you could communicate with your friends and your family and share things with each other. That's what you agreed to. Mm.
0: Well, there, there's a small problem with that, though, too, because you you did not actually enter any kind of contract uh, contractual agreement with the corporation or a company that that uh, accept button that you press to get into the app or whatever, you know, you, you, that is not a contract. In fact, if it was if you were to actually go into a legal suit over that, it's up in the air whether or not that would be upheld. We don't know. it's not really been done before. It, it could go either way. But with that said, uh, when you when you hit accept, most of the EULAs have something in there that uh, says basically, we reserve the right to change this at any time with or without your notification, which Effectively means pray I don't alter the deal any further. That's basically what it means. It, it,
2: it's literally. Are you saying that because of the shirt you're wearing? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, sort of. That that that. Yeah. I, I commend you for catching that. That's well I done. Did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back, man. You can't <laughs> you can't miss that. Yeah. You can't miss it. <laughs> but that that's that's what it feels like. It, it, it's, it's just you get people in. You get some in. You know. You you get the you get the cancer started. You, you just get it in there. And then the rest, it it just spreads through society and the people that jump on board. And then you slowly start dialing it up a little bit. You just change it a little bit, you know, and
2: boiling a frog.
0: Yeah. You you just ever so slightly. And then uh, once you have enough people into your net, then you can you can really crank it. And at that point, you're done. It's too late. You can't. You're, you're in the system. You can't get out of it. Now everything's involved in the system. That's the problem is this is a slippery slope. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to combat it. I don't know how to go against it and, and stop this from happening because our society is so, uh, they want the approval. They want the, uh, I don't know. It's just, they're so self- selfish. You, you get, you get a, a discount on food. You get a discount on gas. You get a discount on whatever. Because you go with this social credit system, Who, who's not going to jump on board in the middle of an inflation with something like that?
2: That's why they're doing it. It's being done on purpose. you going to tell me that over 20 food processing facilities have been torched in the last 90 days. I would have had the National Guard surrounding every single building as a national security issue after the third one. That's just me. But let's talk about the forced side of things. New report out today. The CDC used phone location data to monitor churches and schools to determine whether Americans followed COVID lockdown orders. Did they ask you about that? Did they consult you about that? Did Apple or Google consult you about the uh, the COVID-19 proximity warnings that they installed on your phones without your permission? They just said, oh, no, 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 they're here. You can disable them if you want, but we're going to take that data anyway. The day... The day that Google forced that on everybody is the day that I said that I was jumping ship. I left my Google phone and I haven't touched it since. I will not go back to Google or Apple ever again. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention used phone location data to track millions of Americans in 2021. The CDC monitored curfew zones, churches, schools, neighbor-to-neighbor visits, and trips to pharmacies through SafeGraph, which is a controversial data broker. Hmm. The CDC purchased the phone data and used COVID-19 as an excuse to buy the data more quickly and in larger quantities, according to the documents that have been obtained exclusively through a FOIA request. The CDC this used is gonna the be, data. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick.
0: This is going to get cracked down on really quick here in the coming days. Um, and what I mean by that is currently, as it stands, you could go to this information broker and you could buy the data from them currently. Yep. Um, the thing is, is the government's going to crack down on that because there's a, there's a new documentary out and somebody took the time to, uh, look at the cell phone data. They bought the the data from the company and, uh, tracked ballot dumps locations. Uh-huh.
2: Is this the Dinesh D'Souza documentary? The yeah. Dinesh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Mules. I've been yeah. hearing
0: about it. I've been uh, hearing yeah. about it. So uh I, I heard a breakdown of that and and what he was talking about. If this um is all it's cracked up to be and uh it's it's well known that they use the data to get this, uh uh to to, to you know find out the mules and everything, um, I imagine the government's gonna crack down on it and be like, this uh-huh. is not publicly available anymore. Uh-huh. this is only for government use. Cause you can't have that kind of data accessible when you're wanting to cheat or when you're wanting to, you, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, people like me are going to be like, I wonder how I can exploit this and, and manipulate this and make the data false. Just like create a whole bunch of beacons and throw them around town that just ping every once in a
2: while. So it completely skews their data. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The documents reveal that the expansive plan the CDC had last year to use the location data from a highly controversial data broker, Safegraph, the company that the CDC paid four hundred and twenty thousand dollars of your money to for access to one year of data, which includes uh, Peter Thiel. And How the much did they spend? Four hundred and twenty thousand dollars.
0: That's it That's for it. a year's worth of for data. A year's worth.
2: Yep. On every American. Yeah.
0: No, I, I'm thinking like that is so very little. Yeah, it's cheap. Like I was expecting that's a, that's I was a cheap, expecting a little. That's I mean, a cheap 420
2: that's, grand. That's a
0: quick cheap 420 I, I, grand. That makes that that makes that that is going to be a that's going to be a selling point for social credit from a back end side of things, because they can say, well, if you go with the social credit system, it's going to eliminate all the paper trail, you know, all the paper based. Right. Uh, dealings sure. you do. Uh-huh. And so it'll all be digital and it'll save them money anyway.
2: Uh, let me see. It includes Peter Thiel and the former head of Saudi intelligence who are its investors. investors. Google banned the company from the Play Store back in June. If it's that bad that Google's banning it, that's pretty bad. That has got to be pretty bad.
0: Well, I don't think it. I, I don't think they're banning it because it's bad. I think they're banning it because it's, it's competition. Well, it's that's
2: because yeah, instead that's of going to Google for that data, they're going to this other company. Uh-huh. And you know Google would be charging a premium for it, too, because you know they, they're really exactly. hurting. Yeah, they're really hurting for uh, for finances over there at Google. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention bought access to location data harvested from tens of millions of phones in the United States to perform analysis of compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K-12 schools, and specifically monitor the effectiveness of Policy in the Navajo Nation, according to CDC documents obtained in the Froyer request. The documents also show that although the CDC used COVID nineteen as a reason to buy access to the data more quickly, it intended to use it for more general CDC purposes. Uh, you mean more general purposes, as in
0: tracking to see how COVID spreads and how they can mm-hmm. better create a new virus? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. that 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 would be normal CDC function. Um, I mean, because you're controlling diseases. Anyway, this comes in light of uh the uh what was it, the uh DOJ investigated, what was it, something like um, I want to say it was 3.4 million Americans without warrant. Mm-hmm. Um now this number obviously escalates with this data because again, this is data that you should require a warrant to access. Um I I <laughs> Uh, when you're when you're surveilling someone, right, and you, you're you're going in and you're essentially spying on someone as law enforcement, do you have to have a warrant to do that? To do a stakeout?
2: To do a stakeout?
0: To, no. To to do a stakeout? Okay. No. Okay. So you could um, effectively spy on someone for and that's legal.
2: Well, it depends on it depends on what you're doing. So if you need anything like um if obviously if you need to do like a mm. uh, a wiretap then you need to go through the court system and do all that stuff. I mean, that's essentially that that's spying. So you need to have probable cause. You got to have Basically, a whole case built up on that. So that's there's that and uh, cuz that's a form of surveillance, that's not included in a stakeout. If you're just doing a stakeout to observe criminal activity, like there's nothing illegal about that because that's no different like than what mean. It is because you're literally you're parked out somewhere like in a public area in a car and everything that the person is doing is in view of the public. So that's what you're catching them on. That's that's the stakeout. You need to see if you're watching a specific area for a particular meet to happen because uh, one of your informants or something told you that there was going to be a meet and then that'll go towards building your case. You don't need a warrant for that. You can observe that publicly. You just need to make sure you're not caught.
0: Then with that in in light of that location data is is public domain if you travel anywhere in the public public domain you have no you have no protection of it
2: yeah but at the same time, this like th- this other reason that they say they were using it, it, says the CDC used the data for monitoring curfews with a document saying that SafeGraph's data has been critical for ongoing response efforts, such as hourly monitoring of activity in curfew zones or detailed counts of visiting to participating pharmacies for vaccine monitoring. The documents date from 2021. Uh, let me see. Went through a FOIA request. Uh, the document contains a long list of what the CDC describes as 21 different potential CDC use cases for data. And they include track patterns of those visiting K-12 schools by the school and compare to 2019 and compare with EPI metrics, which is the Environmental Performance Index, if possible. Examination of the correlation of mobility patterns Uh, of mobility patterns, data, and rise in COVID-19 cases, movement restrictions such as border closures, inter-regional and night curfews to show compliance, and examination of the effectiveness of public policy on the Navajo Nation.
0: Uh, Okay, let's go back to the school one for a second. Uh Uh-huh. Comparing it to 2019 figures and EPA, whatever. EPI metrics, yeah. Um, Environmental performance metrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the part that stuck out to me in that is before the the cause the EPI was also that was a that was an additive. That was something that yes. was and this as well. The, the the part before that is what stuck out. Location data and the, the it's location data from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. Now I understand under under a pandemic scenario, I can understand why the government would want location data. I understand from a yeah uh, from a scientific nerd standpoint right you're you're looking at uh how the disease is spreading and uh you're you're trying to see is is a lockdown really effective does it really work are the people really following the lockdown where is the spreads happening what's happening? you know so i understand wanting that data i get it um but you're tracking a minor in in, in a school without before covid without their knowledge and then you're in the middle of a pandemic as well, and then you're comparing the t- like hello, uh,
2: I I I don't know what to say. I, I mean, bottom I, line, I, bottom line. I understand that we're we're talking about like you know public domain and all that stuff. It's it's that's public, but you know what? In my opinion, yeah. I well, yes, okay, that yeah that. That right there, that's a problem in and of itself. But I, I was talking about in the the entire uh, sphere of things yeah. here. Let's say you're because uh, we were talking about needing a warrant for like a stakeout or something. What you can see, you're not going to do that constantly. That's going to be something that you're doing for a specific purpose because of I don't know a case you're working on or something. This is something else that is constant and it is without your knowledge. Now I understand that uh, being under surveillance would be without your knowledge too. But let's be honest, you're suspected of criminal activity, therefore. You know what? Fine. This you're a criminal all the time anyway. Your location data is tracked. Your online activity is tracked. It's a complete surveillance state of everything you do. Do you remember what was going on in Australia? This is the country that Bill Gates said that they they actually did it right. People that were going around knocking on people's doors. The police were going around knocking on people's doors. Hey, you attended this uh, this COVID protest. You commented on it about it uh, on on your Facebook page. You want to explain yourself? And they were arresting people and, and hauling them off to to, to COVID camps. Is that the kind of society you want to live in? It wouldn't it wouldn't fly well here. Do you remember the um, 12 friends that say you need to get (laughs) get off my property off my lawn? Yeah. Do you remember the first spring break down in Florida? And then they showed the map of because everybody was everybody in the media was going crazy. Oh, my God. It's a super spreader event. These stupid kids. There's a super spreader event. And it ended up being nothing at all. Yeah. But they looked at the location data of everyone that attended and they followed them back to where they came from. And then they followed those people. It was it was an example oh. of of contact tracing, is what it was. Oh, but no, no that that that
0: that was anonymized data. Uh, you you didn't right. know who it was sure. or any of those kind of sure. things. you yeah, right. Except except each each one of those had their own unique identifier, and you could trace it back to where they ended up, and then you could narrow down where they ended. Anonymized data is not anonymized. If you if you have a map showing you where the person goes and where they end up you can narrow down where that house is who owns the house and narrow down who it was it's not difficult to do you you you, if you had the access to that data within like five minutes you could figure out at least three people of who it could be you've got the last name and three first names that it could be that's just with publicly free uh you know publicly available free tools If you go in and spend a little like a dollar, you could probably figure out who the hell it is.
2: Let's talk about ways to mitigate this, because I know people are probably sitting here saying, "Okay, well, what can we do? For starters, you can dump those Google and Apple phones. That's the first thing you can do if you're really that concerned about it. I know that that's that's kind of I hate to say that because of an inflationary period. You know, people are trying to figure out how to make things work. I mean, that's a lot of money to do something like that, to drop the phones. There's other options. There's other cellular providers that you can go with. Uh, There's a few of them out there. I decided to take one. Uh, It doesn't matter. No, but there is a foolproof way to stop it. And I hate to I hate to say this, but it's so simple. It actually works. It'll cost you about $20, 20 euros, 20 pounds, wherever you are uh, in the world. And you can get little Faraday bags. That's the best you can do to try and mitigate the tracking part of things. If you can buy one of these bags and you can pick them up on Amazon, I think they're like 20 bucks and they basically all do the same thing. I mean, I, I've i got one here. It's double shielded and all that crap. You know, I mean, it's it, it's it does it's does its job. And I think I paid like 35 for it or whatever it was for whatever reason. But I bought it from a company and it was a little bit more expensive. I also have a larger one. I've talked about it before and I paid a little bit more for that one. But instead of a Velcro seal, it's got magnetics, uh magnetic seal on it. Both objects do exactly the same. You can test them. They have apps in the app store. You can test them and they work just fine. Apart from having root access to your phone and spoofing your location and all that stuff and getting down to the the technical side of things, which requires a little bit of knowledge and not a lot of people have the time or the energy to do that, I get it. And, And the money, because that costs money too, because you need special phones to do that with. So without doing all of that, this is the cheapest option that I can recommend, is you pick up one of these things called a Faraday bag on Amazon or a store or wherever, and it basically shuts down all communications, all signals in or out. When your phone goes in the bag, it stays on, as in the power stays on, but there are no signals in or out. None. So the phone's not going to ring in there. It'll go straight to voicemail. You're not going to get any text messages. You're not going to get a, a ping from a like on your social media or whatever. It's not going to be there. You're also not going to have your location tracked. So if you can stick your phone in a bag, if you're leaving the house and getting off of your your Wi-Fi, which is your, you know, your own secure network there, if you get off of that and you go out into public, you drop your phone into the bag, and if you can keep it there unless you absolutely need it, as in it's an emergency and you need to make a call, then you won't be tracked until you get back to your house and you take it out of the bag and you go back onto your your network as you see fit. That's the only way that I can recommend, apart from not taking it with you, I mean, but you never know, you know, it's an emergency and it is a convenience for, for that purpose. We're, we're, we're so conditioned from,
0: uh, I mean, back in the day, back in the 90s, you know, back when we didn't have cell phones everywhere. I had a bike. I don't know That's how I we had. made it. I had a bike. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I had. Compared to, compared to nowadays where everybody has a cell phone. How did oh, we do it back in the day when we you, didn't, nobody, if you, if you had if to you make had a, a
2: phone call, it was like a payphone, pay you know? A pay phone. You got a quarter. You know, I've been after my parents to get me one of those beepers, but they said only drug dealers are allowed to have them. So I, can,
0: yeah, <laughs> I can't <yeah>. get one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just a quick explanation as to why you do the Faraday bag. It, it's not that you can go with just a different company that's not going to track you. The problem is, is all the companies use the same, uh, the, the same towers. So it basically, one company owns the tower and then they rent it out to all the other major corporations. They, they rent it out to all the others. so it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're you know you're you're with a completely different provider and they don't track anything. they don't they don't store any kind of location data or any of it doesn't matter because you're on the same network as the other companies and the other corporations, and that that data is still being skimmed. So that's the whole point of uh, blocking your your signal. but as you said, um you're not going to get any kind of Information in or out when it's in that bag, so you're not going to get a text message or a phone call or any of those kind of things when it's in there. But if you really want to stop the tracking, that that's the only way to do it. That that I currently know of. Even if you try to use some other, you know, um, um, actually, I, I'm trying to think of something that would that would uh, anything that uses a cell network or uses Wi-Fi is trackable. That that's the whole thing. Like even if even if you just say, okay, that my my phone. Your phone is completely devoid of any way to connect to the cell phone network. You still track it with Wi-Fi. doesn't matter. There's so many Wi-Fi signals around you. When Google goes in well, and does those street view photos, they have a Wi-Fi adapter on top that pings all the local area connections. So they know what all the local Wi-Fi is and the names of, of
2: the, the IDs. It's actually it's it's more than that. The GPS chips in your phone, those actually still work. Even if you take the SIM card out of it, those things still work. I've got a phone that does not have a SIM card in it. I use it for other purposes. I I actually I took that out once uh, not too long ago because I was using it. I, I use it as a music player for like podcasts and things like that. My my other phone that I have that goes in the Faraday bag when I go out, that one doesn't have any like podcasting stuff on it at all. It's it's very basic. It's bare bones. You know what it does. You know it's <laughs> it's stripped down. It has its own purpose. But uh, this. Uh, the the regular whatever, you know, the uh, the Google phone that I use to uh, or the Android phone that I use to listen to podcasts and stuff that doesn't have a SIM card in it. And it's only used to listen to podcasts. That's its only purpose. But I took it out not long ago. And I thought, hey, there's no SIM card in this thing. Let's try it out. So I turned the location on and I opened up the 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 maps or whatever it was, the maps app. Guess what? It knew exactly where I was. Now, how does that work without a SIM card? Because it still has a GPS chip in it that will ping one of the towers and it will triangulate your location. They still have the ability to do that. And when that gets hooked back up to a Wi-Fi network, where do you think all that metadata goes? It goes right back to Google or whoever else. Yeah, you don't or even the have to Cell provider.
0: You, yeah, you don't even have to do that. When, when the uh, GPS pings the towers, that data is sent to them. So the, the ping is very like you're, we're, we're talking bytes of information. It's very small. Amount of data, so it doesn't cost them hardly anything to do that. I mean, it's less than a penny to do that. So why not? I mean, the the knowing your location is uh, more valuable to them than a penny. So sure,
2: I guess we could end on a happy note. If I guess if you want, the FDA says that drinking juice is now bad for you. Uh, you'll get lead poisoning if you drink juice, <laughs> uh, which, which I I think is ridiculous. But the Supreme Court. You know what? That's just that that's just the next thing, right? That that's another step that they need right now. Uh, tons of grain are stuck in Ukraine because of well, it's all Putin's fault. And guess what? They're doing it on purpose. They stopped those trains on purpose carrying the grains. They stopped them. It's not being done on accident. It's not because of some war and the train lines have been cut off. No. They shut them down on purpose. So anyway. I don't have anything else. I I don't have anything else. Is there anything else you've got? Nah, not really. I mean, pretty much everything in the news today is uh Roe v.
0: Wade, Roe v. Wade, it's the end of the world as we know it. Roe v. Wade might get overturned. These people blah, act blah, like blah. Th-
2: these people act like abortion is what runs
0: the economy now. Actually well, I mean it is a multi billion dollar industry, but there is a caveat that did we point out or was this before recording that this is all this is all part of a gimmick. This is all part of a plan for them. What they're doing, this leak was not an accidental. This was not, you know, we're just showing the public what's going on. This was a intentional political move to try to sway the court. They're they're trying to strong arm the court, the other justices to their way or their opinion, their political view, their ideology, their cult. Um, I, I I do want to point that out that this is not a um, you know, actually I guess that's all leaks, isn't it? All leaks are intentional. They're 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 always trying to manipulate something in some way. So
2: sorry, Bruce. We just need to pack the court. That'll fix the problem now. So there won't be any more leaks. We're gonna go ahead and jump out of here. Biden says. Yeah, of course. That's how of they course. fix
0: They're going to fix it.
2: Yeah. Or just, well, it, they're, they're going to actually, they're going to unpack the court because the court's already packed. So they're, they're going to unpack it. See, so by adding the extra justices, that that means that they're just going to unpack it, right? Well, it's I mean, if you were up,
0: unpacking it, that would mean you would be removing justices, right? So are, is that what they're going to do? They're going to start killing off justices. So then... I mean, they did
2: one. So just saying. Can't, can't prove that they didn't <laughs> just just a, one man's opinion that's all all right we're going to go ahead and kick out of here a few minutes early so for those of you who'd like to send us some feedback we would love to hear from you please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast@protonmail.com. at protonmail.com also do you like the podcast you're listening to we do love having you as a listener and we would humbly ask you to pass this along to five friends that's all just five friends you know someone you're trying to wake up you know someone you're trying to get to think on their own we would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction so i want to thank you for being here today bruce thank you to all of the listeners everyone have a great evening